0: What you might hear on the dad podcast can be considered offensive. We have explicit content. You have been warned. Proceed with caution. Titties. You're listening to the dad
1: podcast. Let's get started. Fuck those little kids. Yeah. I used to carry a uh a growler. And that sounds okay, that's better. Uh, it was, but the problem was when I take it to Albertson's they they wouldn't fill it because it wasn't see-through because my wife got me this really cool and it's like, uh, um, almost the color of my truck, which I love the color of my truck cause it's called satin steel. So sexy too. Right. Uh, I got to show you when we leave when you go to leave, somebody fucking backed into me, huge dent and scratch. Right. It's above just the rear wheel, but still enough to piss me off. Cause be a
0: fucking man and come inside and accidentally hit your truck. Legit dude. You like, know, i will be cool
1: with it. Yeah, I'd be like, don't accidents fucking, happen. I don't want to
0: find it out weeks later. Yeah. Somebody hit mine, too. I have a little crease. And this is a little small on the bumper. But fuck, man. Just come tell me. I would have even said cool. I like, don't even worry about Leave it. Leave a note. So. yeah, I mean, And then because, charge them later.
1: <laughs> because it's not like, I mean, okay, we don't need the cops involved. You you accidentally backed into me. It was in work, in my work parking lot. So oh, yeah. It could have been one of the employees. It could have been somebody renting a U-Haul because we be share a boss. parking lot with U-Haul. <laughs> but it's above the rear wheel, so it's something tall. And just the angle, it just looks to me like something wet. Because So I was backed in. I always back in because I drive like a dick. So I pull in fast and I am right at the building and I just back up. And I'm in the spot.
0: Yep. Scares everybody around. They're yeah. Like, He's yeah. going to. Ra- oh, especially oh, because nice it's parking. a
1: dirt lot. So I'm just throwing shit. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyways. Yeah. So the growler is that color, but it's matte. It's a matte color and matte finish instead of shiny.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah. I got it for Christmas. I'm like, this thing is sweet. I think it's got a skull and crossbones on it. Like I'm huge on the pirates. I love pirates. I think we need to bring back pirates, like the real pirates, not this bullshit. Damn, you're a pirate.
0: <laughs> Better call that in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or a strip club. Yeah. Uh, Where's way. my $100 in
0: <laughs> ones? Uh, fuck, Chase took it.
1: Uh, but yeah, they wouldn't fill it because it's not see through. And because do you remember? And they still kind of, Albertsons used to have that growler station. Yeah. Walmart had it for a little bit too.
0: Well, everybody, it was yeah. super trendy in the beer world. Like and I was sure fucking
1: though. gone. I don't see it in any of them. Nope. Not probably Which sucks, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still going to feel like... Uh, Boise Brewing would fill it for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure if I went That's to... That's the
0: a- dumbest thing ever. Dude, people literally spend 80 fucking dollars on dope-ass... Yeah. Um, masterpieces of growlers. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The fact that you can't see through it literally should have no bearing on the fact that you're going to fill it up. They're all the same size. There's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it literally says right on there, so... That seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, because there's so many you can
1: buy that are awesome, and they are... Yeah,
0: none of them that are clear. Like, uh, it's fucking beer. Light well, is the enemy.
1: And <laughs> think about it, too, because that one was insulated, and that's also why it wasn't clear. It's like a Yeti. Yeah, exactly. Where all these glass ones... Double stainless gonna wall fucking, insulation. Yeah, it's not going to be good after four days. Yeah, I would have told him to fuck off. I'd have been like... Oh, I left. Right? I was like, okay, then I'm not getting your beer. Well, you could buy this one for... No. I don't want to buy your growler for 20
0: Dude, I've got a good I've growler. never heard that, and trust me, I mean, I do this for a living. There is no law. There is nothing that says it. That's some stupid corporate fucking policy that's, to try to sell yeah. more of their logo uh-huh. on the growlers because they have a surplus because nobody fucking wants them.
1: Yeah, that's what I was figuring too, but once he said I can't fill it because it's not clear, I was like, all right, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and I did. I, I went sad. to Boise Brewing and had them fill it. And Yep,
0: they're fucking awesome.
1: Which, whatever, cool. You know, I like their beer better anyways. It was just they had one. There was a special. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. You know, I had a sample. It was really good. It was a dark, like a Guinness dark, but it was really. From Boise? No, no, no. It was what it was a long time ago. Albertson's, oh, just Walmart, one of the Walmarts. Randall Growler it. Station yeah. stout. And but. they had that. And I was like, oh, that tasted good. They gave me a sample. And I was like, yeah, I would like that. And I just had my Growler on because I was going to go to Boise Brewing or one of the others and just have it full, filled. Mm-hmm. But we stopped at Albertson's. And I was like, oh, I'll get that because that tasted good. Wouldn't fill it because it wasn't clear. So I was like, all right. So I still continued on to the other place, and they got my money. Wow, but yeah, I was just. And you like,
0: wonder why they're out of business, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Now I know why <laughs> no, they're not your around. Business model fucking <laughs> sucks. So shut her down. Yeah, they're they're and their glass ones just sucked. Like I did buy one once. I think I got a couple. I actually have an old one, and I don't know how often you've ever been to Twin. Twin Falls Pretty used good. to have a brewery.
0: Uh, they just opened a new one too. Did they? Yeah.
1: So this, this old one I have, I found it at a thrift store. It was just Twin Falls Brewery. And so the bottle is crystal clear, and it's got just orange, and it says Twin Falls, and it has the prime bridge on the front of it. That's tight. And so I have that girl. I'll never fill it. I don't have a lid or whatever, but I just have it because it's really cool. That was, that, was, that was more thrift store finds. Really? Yeah, which the one above you, I had that as a kid, and I found that at a thrift store.
0: Dude, that is tight. Four bucks. Yeah, that's that's all day. You can't. I can't believe you find out a thrift store. Right? Who the fuck gets rid of that shit? Yeah, usually people have that, like encased, like enshrined.
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's probably not worth much now. It's got some dings, some stickers. I think the guy's missing R two D two still in it, but the Luke Skywalker figure is gone, and you can't take R two D two out. But uh, when I was rearranging and cleaning this. I don't know if you remember, I used to have, it was a tall, went all the way to the to the supports there, black shelf. Okay, yeah. Full of Legos. Oh, I didn't know it little of Legos. Yeah, so those are all in the night. garage. I only kept my Star Wars Legos, because they're a movie, and it's Star Wars, and I don't want the neighborhood kids to wander in my garage, and so, oh, look, there's a Millennium Falcon, let's fuck it up. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I still love all the ones, well, and of course, I kept my uh, cityscape up there built, but... Uh, <laughs>
0: Did you actually put the floating shells up there? Yes, specifically for that.
1: Yes, that was pretty nice, nice touch. And my, uh, I need to figure. Them, but my my pop figures up here, vinyl pop, whatever they're called.
0: Oh yeah, those are real school too.
1: Yeah, I have a, I have a Kool Aid man, or not the Kool Aid, the Hawaiian Punch dude. He's up there, Han Solo. Good I need to I need to re-adjust them. I have quite a few. I think five or six of Rick and Morty. Because I love Mr. American Morty.
0: Yeah, that's true. But was it, was it Dan? Was it Dan or Josh that fucking?
1: One of those two like hated it. Dan. It, it probably was because Dan, Dan hates yeah. all
0: good things. Yeah, because Josh is in love with that show. Okay.
1: Yeah, Dan. Dan hated it, and I'm like, I'm just, I'm not for that. I love it. Yeah, because I was like, I'm with Josh on that one. But then Josh hated, Josh hated uh, Eastbound and Down because he didn't like uh, Danny McBride. Oh yeah. And I loved Eastbound and Down too. That's right. That's Which right. is great. And I've been watching recently I just started his newer one. I don't even know if it's still going, but it's newer from Eastbound and Down was principal or Vice Principals. And it's fucking hilarious. And Bill Murray is even in the first couple episodes because he is the principal who's retiring. I fucking love Bill Murray dude. And me too. <laughs> oh my god. He is the, he is the greatest. Classic. Out of, so I have two top comedic actors, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. Those two are the best as far as I'm concerned. There's
0: nobody who can a well played. compare, Yep. Um, obviously, my name's Chase. So when I was very young and he was very popular, that was a super cool association that I made. Yeah. And uh, so I got to watch all of his shows. So. For him
1: to not be popular now would be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like, my kids know who he is because Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. It's on every year. Agreed. I love all the vacation movies, but yeah. I also, I'm big on making my kids. And I, I don't mean make like I'm like, you shut the fuck down and you watch this. I mean- let's watch movies Like cool. I put on an eighties classic. Yeah. So they've seen them all. They've seen breakfast club, pretty in
0: pink. Um, dude, I just Joonies. showed my kids fucking uh, land before time. Oh, we, they were arguing about the fucking stars. shows, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was the OG original. I told him we'd go through all four and Tara's like, there's more than one. I was like, Jesus, where you been?
1: Ducky's the best.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was was such a throwback. Like the other night we're sitting there watching. I'm just like, oh my God, I can totally picture myself snuggled up with some popcorn Uh on my grandma's floor, snuggling the dog, just watching it. Do you remember fucking Fern Gully? Yeah. I I didn't like Fern Gully. No. My sister did, but it was definitely one. That That was was another one
1: that was the same, around the same time. Yep. And I can never remember, but there's a line that I quote a lot. It was like, I flighted? Like, no, you folded. (laughs) I can't remember if it was Ducky. Um, yeah, that was du- that was Ducky, or if it was
0: the bat from Ferngully, but it was uh, it was Ducky, and then um, the little bat-looking pterodactyl. Okay, thing. yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah.
1: I just I don't know why that one line I always quote,
0: and mm-hmm. because it just, it's legendary. Yeah, and it's applicable to so many different yeah.
1: situations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because usually it's when somebody falls over. Yeah, and
0: you definitely have to have somebody like an '80s kid to be able. Who to knows what I'm talking what the hell's about? going on? That's been the biggest
1: problem with work or other people around me when i because i do i quote movies like crazy something happens i shoot out a fucking movie quote or yeah. an office quote mm-hmm. little one-liner people aren't fucking getting it so i had to bring in this guy i've known for 20 years I used to work with the rena center is now working in the office with me at work and the best part is we share an office and i have a red swing line stapler and I'm like, they took my stapler, Steve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, that was actually, that was my, my stapler that, uh, I bet that with my, prison personal money. Um, <laughs> and he's the only sure one that gets it. <laughs> he,
1: nobody else gets it. <laughs> or, or I'll That's be like, say,
0: because office space, especially if you work right. around, you know, any fucking electronics, anywhere, computers, printers, especially, holy fuck. All you gotta do is look at it and just, and it just office it should, space. Yes. And people are like, ah, I
1: get it. Because I feel you're with me on this, um. I don't know about Josh. Josh, sometimes when he talks... Oh, uh, <laughs>
0: hi, hi Josh.
1: I couldn't even get together with somebody in their 20s just because I am so fucking older. Well, I guess you're younger than me, but...
0: I mean, I'm 38, so it's yeah. still...
1: Like, for me, I mean, okay, get with, and I mean, like, as a relationship. Like, if I'm 44, I could be your dad? No, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's a little excessive. At my age, I would say... Um, within 10 years, if they're in their upper 20s, turning 30... If I happen to go back on the market, which I never will, I, uh, I would say that would probably be my limit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't be out there searching for 21 year olds, which is crazy to me. that fucking dudes do because do you understand the emotional and and baggage and shit that you're dealing with, with a fucking young adult like that? I remember being a fucking young adult. Like, why would you make a decision from stability or whatever. I mean, obviously there's lots of reasons, but just in a basic sense, why would you trade it for that type of crazy? Exactly. because <laughs> all 21 year olds are fucking crazy. Let's yeah. be honest. And I no love being 21. Yeah. And I was crazy as a motherfucker. Yeah. Like don't count on me for shit because I am just partying and doing what the fuck ever. But yeah, it just it blows my mind. <laughs> so By the way, um, let me just bring this up to our listeners. The, the manhole is looking pristine. In,
1: I, in 2023, I'm, I'm trying. So my wife and I have been talking. So obviously these supports are coming down.
0: Oh, you're opening up some headroom. Yes, kind of dangerous.
1: Well, forehead so level. I was, yeah, yeah, right now, <laughs> yeah. Especially for us, like me getting into this, I have to duck. Yeah, yeah. Dan can almost walk underneath it. Uh, fucking, yeah. you could jump and not touch that. But I, if I cut them just straight at the at the wall, they still have the support. It, the middle is useless.
0: Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Worst case scenario, brace your fucking. Um, so I like your style, man.
1: Stay up late. But yeah, I, uh, I have a journey poster cause I was at, just at that concert. Oh, uh, by the way, how I was it? Frame? I loved it. Uh, the seats were shit. Where were we at? Where was it? So we're at, uh, extra mile arena. Uh, I don't think he listens, but my wife's boss is a very awesome man. It's, it's hard for me to bitch about the seats cause he forked over a lot of money. Cause he paid for 300 fucking sitting? people to go.
0: Yeah. Where were you sitting? So, you poster?
1: know, stage is right here. Okay.
0: Right, like uh right right uh, above your crotch.
1: Yeah, we'll say the, <laughs> here's the stage, here's the front of the stage, right? Okay, gotcha. We were right here.
0: Oh, so actually those are really expensive tickets. Which is crazy because yeah, I can yeah. I mean we were but for, but for those who don't know the arena.
1: Yeah, I watched the, the guys
0: walk up, we wait
1: till yeah. I'm like, Yeah, you're fucking wrong. You know, all that kind of shit. They're right there. Like we're here's the the
0: railing, we're literally as close as we could possibly be in the stadium. Yes. To to the stage.
1: The downside is when they're performing, I can see all their asses. Thanks. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I've had a few concerts like that. And people are like, well, I got these sweet tickets. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. And I get there, I'm like, I can't see the front of the stage. Yeah. But I can see them changing in the back. So exactly. Cool. <laughs>
1: uh, and I think the the main downside was, like, look, because they, Journey and Toto both know how to play the crowd. They were oh, coming yeah, to that side, and okay. they were, like, they were standing outside and pointing and singing and making us clap. They were interacting with us on the sides, too. Not just the people in the front, but because the speakers were also right there, the sound was way different. So it was like hard sometimes to understand the words. Luckily, I knew every fucking song Journey and Toto has. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, maybe
0: not Toto, but definitely Journey.
1: So I was able to still know what they were singing. But, yeah, you know, for people who don't. So a lot of people at Lex's work were like, eh, the show was just okay. But they're young, and they don't know all the songs now that's fucking journey. so it's kind of mo- exactly that's <laughs> fiftieth anniversary <laughs> which makes it even cool. I have a sweater it says journey 50 anniversary and that was what the concert was Toto put on a better show
0: and by that I mean well Toto's you know it was 20, pretty much 20 years fresher too
1: it was pretty much all the original <coughs> where I already knew going into this I knew uh, Tyler Perry the lead singer for journey wasn't there? Back in ninety eight, he had I think it was de- degenerative bone disease or something. He yep. couldn't, right? You know, I uh, was not the expecting new, the new
0: guy is very good.
1: Sounds just like him.
0: Yeah, very good.
1: My thing was I, I thought they'd got another new guy because to me a twenty five year old Asian boy came out and was singing along. Yep, and I'm like, dude, he is too fucking young to have been with them since twenty or two thousand seven.
0: So when did you see him?
1: Uh, a week ago.
0: Oh, you didn't see him before that? No. So. Me and Tara went to see them. We got tickets in two (laughs) thousand eleven. Yeah, um, around two thousand eleven or twelve, just before um, my daughter was born, because it was the last night we partied like we were young (laughs) and stupid. Um, We went to Journey. Had tickets set up on the uh, grassy knoll at the Ado Center. It was outdoor. And we were just above, like, where the benches for the other seats were. So it was wide open in front of us. And then if you went to where we were sitting, you can, like, see the stage. And it was, like, they were really good, actually. But you had this huge open area. Well, we were young and dumb and just decided we were, the shorter line was in the whiskey line (laughs) than the beer. So we went and started hitting up the fucking, uh, that was honestly when Stampede was coming out. Oh, yeah. um, Initially. So that was, like, hot. So we just sat there and we were just drinking shots and we got fucked up and all night long we were we were those people dancing and singing and twirling in circles to fucking Journey. I and love those kind of people amazing. at concerts. Amazing. The next day I'm not that, but we I were, love that. The next day we were getting ready to go to San Francisco oh. to go to the Bills Niners game Dang. with Brandon and uh be like you know, it was a big old trip we had planned see everybody. Terrace, terrace from California. So we were going down there. We had it all, booked. no hotels. We were staying everywhere with people. It was going to be amazing. The next day, she found out she was pregnant with Zoe. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, she busted
0: in the Zoe's awesome. Like, so sweet, uh, but shit. Not only do I feel like shit, because obviously we were hungover. All the as a drinking, yeah. But it had been going on for several days, weeks now. Um, so she finally was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. And I guess she already had it. She just hadn't used it. Yeah. Boom, surprise. You've been drinking. My daddy. So <laughs> yeah. every time I hear Journey, I'm just like, I hear those songs and us dancing there, not even realizing that.
1: Yeah, that you had a little one on. Zoe
0: that. was dancing with us. <laughs> so fun little story awesome. about Journey and all that fun stuff. But yeah, that was a long time ago. And that was when that guy first started. It was like the first tour with him.
1: Yeah. So he'd he been with them my for four years. Fucking mine. But their first tour. And, yeah, and so, like, it's the same guy, but he looks like a 25-year-old. Age, oh, man. yeah, he was, like,
0: 16. Dude's admit. fucking 58. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he he at that time, he looked like he was 9, and he was 37. Yes. Dude's like, and I'm like, he's 58, and he's hopping and running and oh, standing energetic? on the rail in reach of the
1: crowd. I'm like, fuck, yeah. Did you do a whole bag of fucking cocaine back there? What the
0: fuck? Dude, yeah, those old guys what? have high tolerance. You got to keep up. <laughs> Dude,
1: he was awesome. He is in great shape. He had the energy. Excuse me, Jesus. Journey oh, was damn. two hours long just for Journey.
0: And they still miss the song. Toto was an hour. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but I do, like I said, Toto, um, I think they put on a better show. Journey had more songs. Dun, 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 Journey was fun. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so Toto with Africa, obviously everyone here hear Africa. That's how they closed the that's, show. That's
0: my jam. That's, uh, you know, that's cool.
1: My favorite song, you might not even know it, but it is off their first album. And it is my favorite, and the whole day, I'm telling Lex, I hope they played this one song. I don't care if they don't play Africa. I love Africa. Yep. I don't care, but I want them to play, and they played it. And it's called Georgie Porgy, and I love this song, and it's kind of like, the sound of it's almost a little mix of disco and 80s, like it's- Nice. It's got this really cool sound, and like the whole chorus is like, this girl comes on, she's like, Georgie Porgy, pudding in pie, kiss the girl, you know, it's just this whole kind of like love song, upbeat love song. I don't know, but I loved it, and they played it, and so I was excited. And I don't know, even though they weren't running and jumping and doing all this like, like the lead singer Journey was, they still just it was a better show. Yeah, the lights were cool. I mean, again, they were up on the soul stage facing us and getting and us involved. They opened for Journey, right? They opened for Journey, but it was it was awesome. Uh, I would go back again. Uh, oh,
0: to that concert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you text me that you were there, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. We, we were talking about that because uh-huh. of the sim- symbolism. That was 10 years ago. My daughter's turning 10. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We were just like, let's go. I thought it was this summer. I didn't realize it was fucking a like, week, or two, week, week, or two week or two ago. Two. Yeah. 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 So it awesome. totally threw me off.
1: But. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 been a fucking crazy couple weeks. You know, I went to Vegas. And in Vegas. I was in Vegas. Dude, it was fucking awesome. Bought stuff for the kids. It was Easter weekend. Nice. Bought stuff for the for the kids for Easter. Um they all know this now, but at the time, so we didn't get Easter baskets. Easter bunny missed our house because we didn't get home to like midnight on Easter. But their Easter baskets were uh we went to this restaurant. It was on Fremont Street, and I wish I could remember the name of it, but it doesn't matter. The drink was called the Horny Monkey.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in. Yeah,
1: get this big ass fuck not
0: standing in front of you,
1: <laughs> coconut monkey head. Right, I'll stand behind him the rest of the night
0: because he had four horny monkeys. Four horny, and they said stop it too, and he doubled it. And I'm the kind of guy that was,
1: I would like yell, "Another horny monkey over here, Blaze!" You know, like I'm not quiet. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, well, Vegas, especially man. But
1: yeah, there was this coconut monkey head, and they hauled it out, and then the cup with the drink inside it. Wait, 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 wait.
0: a coconut monkey head.
1: Yeah, carved monkey head. Okay. Out of the coconut. continue, And the inside was hollowed out and you get your cup in there with your drink in it.
0: And okay, it so it has a bucks. cup inside uh-huh. of it. Yep. Okay, I like where this is going. Now, okay,
1: go ahead. when you're done drinking it, you take the cup out, you put the head back on and they actually put a slit in it to make it work as a piggy bank also.
0: Nice. So my, my first thought... save their money in Vegas.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> my first thought was not piggy bank. My first thought was fucking Indiana Jones when they're eating the fucking monkey brains. You pop the head off.
0: Oh yeah, because it's that oh. same body that
1: take the top of the head like that, and I'm like, oh, where the fuck's the brains? Yeah, okay, okay. but yeah, so that was their that was their Easter basket, and then I found some poker chips, so wait, and wait, some wait, 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 Their
0: Easter basket was you <laughs> drinking. Their Easter basket was was
1: the horny monkey head. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha the, the the head, head from the, the horny monkey. Yeah, I
0: thought <laughs> you were like Happy Easter. I I'm drank drinks. another one. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, how did you explain that to them?" Yeah, well, so so I ordered Easter one. He got me fucked up last night. <laughs> me but and the money he gave me the cups,
1: man. So I ordered one, and it was like twenty bucks. I'm like, ah, and a drink. It. I was like, this is actually pretty good. And then we thought that could be an Easter basket for the kids. So
0: they're good sizing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll show you. I've got we we got four of them. So I kept one because I'm a kid too.
0: So you you drink four 32 ounce cocktails.
1: Ah uh, no, because the cup inside was like, oh, that's no, where they maybe get you. it was thirty two. I don't know. Vegas is known for uh, it was a big drink, big fuckers. Yeah, it was. It was a big drink. Um, yeah, it was. A, you know, crazy enough, I never had a hangover.
0: I drank a shit ton. Well, and there's something in the water in Vegas that sobers people up because they don't want you sick either because you don't spend yeah. money if you're sick. Yeah. So so um, I don't know what they do, but there's a billions of dollars to uh,
1: there's something to figure it out. There was one morning I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah, and it might have been after the morning monkeys. Those, trust me that. I was there was one morning I was sitting out on the couch, and I'm looking at the liquid IV people. I'm like, oh, this would be so nice, but at $200 a person, fuck them. I'm not paying that shit just so you can come hook an IV up to me and I don't feel drunk.
0: Yeah, you win big enough, and next day,
1: if you win big <laughs> enough,
0: my <laughs> version winnings, of fixing those that. Those gains, those gains, spend easily. <laughs>
1: yeah, my version of fixing it, we went to breakfast and I had some mimosas. Boom. I was yeah, good. I take,
0: well, that's my thing is people are like, oh, Hair of the Dog, here's a beer. I'm like, I don't want that fucking beer. Hell no. If I'm doing Hair of the Dog, it's going bigger going home. Yeah. I want shot. And then I'll chase it with beer. But it takes me a little bit more to get that going. And sometimes talking myself into getting that shot is mm-hmm. difficult. But, you know, I'm also the king of, you know, rallying. and Exactly. I've heard your stories. In Nevada, <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Well, and that was one of the stories is from my birthday because – my birthday this year was, um, my birthday is December 4th. So about a week before my birthday, I weren't sure what we were doing. And my boss hits me up and he's like, Hey, um, I got tickets to the Raiders chargers game in Vegas on Sunday. Was this was like, this last December. Yeah. This was just several months ago. And I was like, Oh really? He's like, how about you and Tara go? And we're like, Okay let's do it. Like you do realize that's my birthday. And of course, you know, I' worked for them for 15 years. <laughs> he did not know that was my birthday. I would say he better, but, <laughs> but it definitely amplified the weekend if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So he ends up inviting us down there. So it's like a partner's trip. So we all, we do these trips every year. We have forever. We go anywhere from Georgia to uh, Washington, Portland, San Diego, Vegas, um, I mean, we've been everywhere. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a perk for, you know, the rest of the job sucking at times. <laughs> so, but, uh, so he hit me up. He's like, hey, we want to do it. Sorry, it's late notice. I'm like, nah, dude, it's cool. It's my birthday. Let's fucking do it. So, uh, we get down there and, uh, he's kind of a, he has status with the Caesars group. Oh, um, it's like diamond type shit. Damn. Okay. But, yeah. Like he flashes a card and they grovel. Um, Damn. it's that's awesome. It's fairly impressive, yeah. So, you know, we're using suites and stuff like like a, I flash a card in there sir, that's a Lego VIP card. Can you put that away? <laughs> be like, sir, um, this is not Legoland. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> like I swore this was the Lego Resort. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, but he yeah, anywhere we go, it, it's just big stats. So, um, he gambles a lot. There's been times in uh, Tahoe for Brandon's um 10 year anniversary. He took us to Tahoe. And, Does he work with you, uh, Brandon? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a bartender at one of my stores. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he's a lifetime bartender. He's fifteen years deep in the bartender hey. game. There, I decided to move up. It he could decided be a fun cool. Love Brandon to death, but uh, still got the perks, you know. So yeah. uh, we we do trips for our ten year anniversary people, and we took Brandon to Tahoe, and uh, we rode heavenly for two days snowboarding. Hell um, yeah! Which, uh, if you've never been, is fucking no. amazing and fucking. God awful expensive. We got them comp. So don't get me wrong, the casinos paid for it. We did not. $430 a day. For a day pass? For a day pass. Holy shit. That's heavenly. Yeah. Wasn't it heavenly? It was. <laughs> yeah. But it was also storming. So they had lifts <laughs> shut down. So of the 37 lifts that they have on the mountain, um, they didn't have them all open. So, but they did open one. Hmm. <laughs> And we cruised it anyway. There was something. Yeah. Besides the point, so um that trip alone, he had won um twenty seven thousand dollars one night. In Your boss, night. not Brandon. My boss, yes. yes. Definitely not Brandon. Uh so and he was just on a, a, a run and we're like, Well shit, dude, we're gonna invest in you then. So we we he gave us like uh, a couple thousand dollars to gamble with and just party with, you know. Damn, your boss sounds and, like a uh, great guy. Yeah, he's, he definitely knows how to take care of his people for sure. So He's the kind of guy that in Vegas I've had him get me a private table on the floor because I had nowhere to play because it was Saturday night and busy yeah. and he was high limit, and he's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm on a roll. I'm like, okay. He's like, there's no tables. and So he hits up his dude and is like, hey, open a table up for these guys. It would open up a table for us and have it private so we would only – allow whoever we wanted to sit down. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, I've done crazy shit, dude. Private jets, um, to baseball games in LA. Um, I, I I could go on. So he's definitely taking care of me over my years of of misery in the restaurant. And I definitely look forward to the trips and stuff. Right. I would too. Um, But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, he, he, he rolls, man. So, uh, he's got a lot of status and he gets a lot of the comps and stuff. So, um, Oh yeah. So we were down there for my uh, birthday. So we went to the game. Everything's fun. He had my other partner and they were all there. And, um, on my birthday, they all just kind of dispersed. Right. So he had his buddy that he met up with. And then, um, my other partner was with his wife. So they went off and kind of did their thing. Um, so me and Tara were just standing in this 4,000 square foot suite, um, in planet Hollywood on and the, that's how floor. was born. <laughs> and uh, no, th- this is, yeah, this is three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think Zane was born on the couch. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good couch adventure. But anyway, my my <laughs> coincidentally, fucking Tara gets on Facebook and she's like, "Holy shit, can our friend, my, her friends, um, Frank and Jessa, were from California. They grew up with. They were up there, and he's a tattoo artist. Oh, um, traveled all over. He's been to Hawaii. He's been to fucking. Everywhere. I need a friend who's a tattoo artist. Yeah, he's like.
1: Uh, I mean, I have one, but the fucker lives in like Ohio or something. Yeah, i never that's seen him. Yeah, too far away to get
0: tats, you know? Yeah. So they're over there. We'll find out. He just, he's on mushrooms. So he's wondering what to do. And we're like, they're like, where are you staying? They're like, this and this fucking place. And we're looking out the window of our hotel room. I'm like, you mean the one right there, right across the street? So long and the short of it is they came over, fucking. We're just fucked up. My boss comes back up after whatever they're doing, and we're just fucking partying. And I I, I softly destroyed the suite, um, so I took a picture of it, just ransacked, like fucking couches flipped, fucking shit torn all over the floor, dude. Like, I fucked this suite up. Um, I did it very nicely, though, and put it back when I was Yeah, done. yeah. But I got a picture of that shit <laughs> fucked awesome. up. I was like, Marilyn Manson, that motherfucker, what's up? <laughs> Fucking hangover uh, style, but yeah, then he was just like, "Dude, you guys go get some food." And I was just fucking tanked at this time because the game was all day, and this is night time, and so he gets us a limo over to um, Caesar's. It's the only fucking place open this late, it's like two o'clock in the morning. So he sends us over there. I get fucking lost. Like um, <laughs> my buddy passes out. I get lost going to the bathroom because if you've never been to the Caesar's Palace in Vegas, it,
1: you get lost um, easy.
0: Yeah, they make sure you walk through everything to get anywhere
1: employees don't even know where the parking garage is oh
0: dude i walked in circles and i was just fucking tanked so i sat down and fucking won 900 bucks at a slot machine um i had yeah. to call tara she had to come kind of find me <laughs> it was, so finally we get the fuck out of there and uh i go jump off uh an escalator because you know they have escalators in the streets out there i went and jumped off the escalator about three spots early
1: you know if they break they're just stairs
0: What's that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But when they're moving and you launch off one, uh, my bad ankle was not ready for it, and you know, rolled my ankle, turned into a thing. Ended up sitting along the side of the strip and fucking smoking a couple of joints with um, homeboy for a while. I was gonna also. say anybody. Yeah, with yeah, with my buddy because you know he just had everything. And long and the short of it is, fucked my ankle up. Amazing birthday, fucking tore up Vegas. That would be a great in birthday. The morning yeah. And. uh, to our what street. was the
1: weather like in December? Like sixty?
0: Uh yeah, it was like seventy two. And at night it was like fifty nine. It was beautiful. Yeah. And everybody around me was freezing. And I'm sitting here going, This is fucking awesome. I'd be in shorts. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Oh, I was absolutely yeah. did. Yeah, I don't wear fucking.
1: I uh short. when we went, uh it was awesome also, but it, it it did get hot. And by hot I mean I think one day it was like eighty. Yeah, but when you're used to,
0: to me, that's 40. hot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like dying I'm you like
0: climatize a little bit, you know?
1: But uh we saw Chris Angel, which to me is like a bucket list item to me to see a magician in Vegas. Planet Hollywood? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's where we stay. Was it good? I loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome. I've heard he's dropped. I've never seen him personally, but I know he was at Luxor. Uh huh. Then he moved over. Yeah. Um,. And somebody was telling me he'd fallen off, but I was like, I'd never even seen him, so I wouldn't know. But.
1: So I know, so there was, and and, and he explains it, and I, I know there was, because remember back in the day, he was huge with Mind Freak on TV.
0: Oh yeah, it was
1: crazy. And Hidden obviously, top like rule this trip. I fucking love Carrot Top, and I want to see him, but nobody will watch him with me.
0: I want to. That's what I'm saying. So no, we need will go to Vegas, either, bro. We need to Vegas. Yes,
1: because yes. you will see the stuff I want to see too.
0: Yes, absolutely. We
1: need to find out when Weird Al's in Vegas, and then we see Weird Al on oh. Carrot Top. That would be hella cool.
0: Could you fucking imagine?
1: I would. I could die happy. <laughs>
0: okay, I gotta put my bone in.
1: <laughs> but uh, I loved it. Dan was like, "Eh, it was all right." I was like, "Look, Dan, the dude's fifty fucking eight. I'm sure back in like what 0506 when he was huge, the show was probably a little more Care active top? and better. No, no, uh uh Chris Angel. He's 58? Yeah. God damn. But he also he did have a time off because his son was battling cancer. His his oldest son. So his oldest son's in remission now, so he's back. But there was a time where he wasn't really performing. And that's probably the switch from Luxor to Planet Hollywood. Oh yeah, but your kid's battling cancer. You fucking drop everything and you help your kid. Uh, yeah, dude. And fuck your residence. Praise him. That's a hell of a kick-ass dad. To I'm gonna stop doing this, you know. But I obviously, had the money anyways. But he was still awesome. His his illusions were awesome. He still did the. There was this one where it was an A-frame ladder, and it was probably a good twenty-foot ladder. He walks up it. He's standing on the top. You know, he's all barefoot. He does this. And then you just see him step off the side, and he's straight down like that. And he walks straight down. You don't see anything hooked to him. Obviously, I know it's an illusion. Whatever. The dude's still a fucking warlock. (laughs) Somehow walks down like that. Then he's just levitating and floating. They bring out this, like, hamster wheel. He, He levitates up. They open the door. He goes into this hamster wheel. He's still floating inside the hamster wheel. Close it, spinning the hamster wheel. He's floating this whole time. And then he floats right out of the hamster wheel. They move it. I don't care what he has to do to do that. That is fucking awesome.
0: Even the process of making that illusion.
1: Right. That's what I'm getting at. Like fucking I don't give a shit itself. if you have fishing line or something. It looked great. That was fucking genius. It was awesome. Um. What was really cool is because, like I said, it's, it's like a... It, I don't have really a bucket list. I've never really made one. But seeing a magician in, in Hollywood, or Hollywood, in Vegas would be, like, one of the top. And to see Chris Angel, who, in my opinion, is the top fucking magician, was just great. Um, but he did uh, one of his, the straight jacket escapes. He was dangling from the ceiling. Like, they put him in the straight jacket. It jerked him up the ceiling. He's upside down, dangling above the ceiling. You see him wiggling and stuff and getting out. The lights go out. When they come off, he's gone. He has one row in front of us right there. Like, I could just reach out and touch him, and it was fucking sweet.
0: But did you see him?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He like like he did was him, like, closer than for position? me to you,
0: or he just stood up?
1: No, he just stood up. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. It was awesome, and I could see because he was probably for me to the other side of that pizza box like that close. You can definitely see his age and the makeup. But I don't fucking care. It was it was
0: great, and yeah, I would. But how go, did he just appear that close to you without you knowing? Right.
1: And I would go because back. You
0: he did it when you looked a different direction. Yeah. Right? Yeah,
1: like, it's all about misdirection, oh, which is man. fine.
0: I get that. That's still fucking cool.
1: You know, and, and uh, obviously his crowd actors, it was very obvious because one of them was sitting right behind sure. me. She was never there. All of a sudden she appeared. Then she gets called up on the stage. Her acting was horrible. Then she comes back, and then they do this trick, and all of a sudden she's gone for the rest of the show. It was very obvious she was part of the show. But whatever. Nobody who... Wasn't sitting in that general vicinity, knew any different.
0: And most people are half tuned anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But he did that trick. He took her cell phone and he has a wine, or not a wine, a whiskey bottle. He has them all checking it and he goes, boom, puts the phone in the bottle, has somebody call it. It's ringing inside this whiskey bottle. The bottle's solid, it's not broken. He has to break it to get it back out. Like, again, whether there's some kind of trapdoor or some trick, I don't fucking care. It was awesome.
0: Well, yeah, and the, it, the illusion of it being in person, yes, and you're like, I know it's shit's gonna happen, yes, and you're looking for it, and you still are like, Whoa. yeah, yeah, that's the cool part about it. So
1: I loved it. Like I said, Dan was eh, but Dan was my backup on getting that show because he really wanted to see it too. But and I never clarified it, but for me, I think Dan was expecting Chris Angel from 06. not Chris Angel. My son's been battling cancer. It's now 2023. You know what I mean? Right. So, but it was great, and a bonus was I'm also one of those I need souvenirs. I buy a ball cap everywhere I travel. I collect ball caps. His souvenir shop was probably the best priced. I got a book about him, a deck of cards, a hat. I think one other thing. It was only fifty bucks for everything. What? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that Sh- book should have been fifty bucks. If I'd have known before <laughs> I got to checkout, I'd have bought more shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and. Like I said, because it was, you know, his kid with the cancer stuff, obviously that was part of, you know, he brought him up. His son was there. He brought him a stage, talked about it. He also had people collecting, not there in the show, but outside. He's like, if you can give, that'd be awesome. Please do. All the money that anybody donated went straight to helping kids with cancer, which I think is great. Nice. There was a little boy who was kind of like, he was up near the front, like three rows back and Chris was trying to talk to him. He was just shy. And Chris finally got him to talk, and he's like, thank you. He's like, somebody get him a magic. So some some guy ran and got him the biggest magic kit from the shop, gave it to him for free. Uh, then his sister, or Chris is like, you like that? That's awesome. His sister's like, it's my birthday. He went and had somebody get oh. her a fucking hoodie. As a birthday, like, he, should, he gave, I mean, obviously he can afford it. The shit was, you know.
0: Yeah, but. The problem is there's a lot awesome. of people like that don't even think about it. So when those types of people actually do think about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and do it, totally cool. He man.
1: could have been like, oh, it's your birthday? Oops. And went on with the show. Be like, ha ha, sucks to be you. Yeah, gave it to your brother. Maybe your brother will share. I don't yeah. know. You know, yeah, anything. He, yeah, for sure. But he didn't. And again, so his son's favorite teacher, he hadn't been able to see for a while because he's been battling cancer. Did he make her appear? No, but he brought her to the show. He paid to have her come to the show. Oh, that's tight! With his son, so his son can hang out with his favorite teacher. What? I think like that's awesome. That's a fucking awesome dad move. Dad,
0: total. You dad know. Move. So <laughs> it was. It was
1: really cool. Uh, and then we saw Blue Man Group, which Dan loves. I thought it was. I laughed my ass off. Was it good?
0: It was good. I mean, I've seen. I've seen some of the performances. I've just never on Vegas Strip been like that's what i want to go do
1: see me either and that was just like that weekend i knew in advance we bought the tickets before we even went i was like all right so to me chris angel was like i can't fucking wait i can't wait blue man group's like eh if we're drunk and don't make it it's not gonna hurt my feelings
0: (laughs) it's funny how that always comes up in vegas like well we don't have to go
1: yeah (laughs) but it was fucking hilarious and i love that they there was another guy i want to see his name's I saw him on TV. Oh,
0: yeah. I saw him through uh, America's Got Talent Yeah, or
1: that's where I saw it. Yeah, so for him and Blue Man Groups the same way, they can make you laugh with just their facial expressions and movements. They don't speak at all. Not a single word is ever said.
0: Have you never heard of Absinthe?
1: I wanted to see that show. Did. And I was like, let's go. And Dan's Did. like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, Did. I kept trying to push and we Dan never went. said
0: it's okay. Yeah. So I've seen it twice. I want to see it so bad. So... Um, for those who don't know, Absinthe is basically a... It's like a variety show, sh- right? It's a variety show yeah. in the um, the courtyard in the front of the mm-hmm. Caesars. It's just a rando tent in front of fucking Hell's Kitchen. Like, right in the middle of everything. Yeah. And it was a random tent with a courtyard. Total, like, circus sideshow. And basically, the premise of the show it is... Looks
1: like a fucking secret garden.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's super fucking cool. And you go into this, like, secret door, and it's this huge fucking place, and... It's a variety show, but the whole premise is of it the dude takes absinthe. And oh. it shows him like doing the whole thing and drinking it. And then at that point the Green Fairy comes out. Well, the Green Fairy just <laughs> happens to be this little erratic, horny fucking psycho <laughs> fucking chick that I and I when I say erotic and horny and psycho, I mean that to the max. Nice. And Basically she like narrates and then the host of the show, um I I cannot for the life of me think of his name right now, like said, sorry, I'm I'm brain dead today. He looked familiar to me. Yeah, he's so he he does the show and it's all half of the show is based off of the crowd. So the people in the first four rows get involved in it and they don't know and I've seen some crazy shit. Thank God I've never been that close. I want to be. But dude, (laughs) they come out and basically do this show with all these Different acts. A lot of America's Got Talent. The, you know the one where the the girl spins on the dude's beard and they spin yes. on the skate circles. So that was one of our favorites.
1: Is that the? Are, is that so? I saw uh, they have that kind of on the posters. Walking down the strip.
0: Yeah. Is that, that the same that's couple? That's that's the couple. That's where. Oh the, hell yeah. That's where they're performing at. So the first time I got to see them and it was amazing. And then when I went with my wife, she was super stoked, and they weren't there that day because it, it was. You so know when, like, when I watched
1: them funny. on America's Got Talent, I'm like this. I'm like fuck no. Uh, that hurts no it hurts you are not hanging on that while i'm yeah and then you see at the
0: end she's got like shit in her hand like he just pulled a whole handful of hair out of him so but it goes through and it's all this improv and it gets so dirty and risque like i've seen plenty of penis in the show um the jokes are fucking hilarious raunchy crazy like it by far I've never had stomach cramps so bad as the times I've gone to absinthe. just laughing so yeah. hard, but it's definitely it's 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 burlesque almost. So um, obviously a lot of scantily clad ladies, um, the guys going through a trip, which is something absinthe, I have been and wanting that's to what it's formed around. You so. in
1: Vegas to see a burlesque show and we still have. Not. Oh,
0: yeah. No, you got to because like I said, I, I, I am very happily married. My wife was sitting right next to me through this whole event yeah, and my wife would be too. And we all appreciate. You know, mm-hmm. a finally done woman's body performing, especially oh, like yeah. amazing acts of acrobatics and stuff. Because these guys would fucking like jump and spin, fucking fifty feet into the air in this tent. And I do could some do crazy without the shit. penis
1: because I'll probably be jealous. I'm like, yeah, well, it's just and part
0: of the skit. He's just running around and it gets all yeah. fucking crazy, and all of a sudden she reaches up and grabs your shit, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, yeah, whatever, what's like, up, dude? <laughs> like, you know, luckily it was, you know, you know, um, not intimidating. Okay, so that's where I'm going back. I'm all the like, dudes five. were like. okay all right (laughs) (laughs) be like we're good then babe like yeah you wait till you see mine later let's go (laughs) wake up wake up yeah flaccid (laughs) and uncircumcised like babe i got you (laughs) sorry i'm not not jewish and uh, oh so but anyway Absinthe, great 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 show improv comedy it's different every single time uh i had we sent uh another 10 year anniversary a couple from our work down there that um Just great people, and so he went down there and set them up the same experience, and he put them in the first row. Oh, see, and he's he's the skinny dude and fucking uh, big old long beard and long hair, and uh, he became the uh, known as the Florida crackhead for the rest of his weekend (laughs) because the other eight hundred people that were in that building. He was the feature of being picked yeah. on by the the dude. I, I, his name, if I told you, is it's hilarious, but I cannot remember for the life of me. But uh, he became his name was the Florida Crackhead. Yeah, you just told me. Well, no, <laughs> You no, know, my buddy was known as the Florida Crackhead all weekend. But the the name of the, the dude that, oh, okay. the, that hosts the show. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. No, that he guy. has a fucking phenomenal name, and I, I'm disrespecting him by not knowing it. So I apologize. But
1: I bet I can look it up.
0: Yeah. Look it up real quick. Cause uh, I, I will hit myself if I don't give him some props, but yeah. So the rest of the weekend um, he went through his whole trip and all weekend people would come up to him all over the place constantly and go, dude, you're the Florida crackhead. <laughs> he said like 30 people over the next two days because of they were all at that show and they recognized him, you know, everybody's partying together. Um, he became kind of a star and it was a star in a good way. Like he's not actually a crackhead. Uh, never even done those drugs. He just happens to have that appearance. And yeah, it, it was fucking good. So dude, if that's the, the, that, yeah, that's the show. Look, I, that's the green fairy. I have a thing and for redheads. A, so, Oh, she'll literally sit there and be like, I'm a gobble, 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 and just swallow all day. Just shit like that, dude. Like, um, she loses her mind on come a few times. <laughs> So you can imagine how risque it is. So it's very burlesque. I mean, you'll see some boobies and stuff, like nothing crazy, but um, some of the content... I actually... Does she have an accent? Uh, One of them does. They they rotate. Because, like I said... like what one, one of them has a slight uh, British accent, and the other one is just kind of like this annoying little thing. <laughs> kind of want to punch her in the face, but she's so good, like I would never disrespect her like that.
1: So far, they say... Owner, producer, and host of the show, The Gazillionaire. The
0: Gazillionaire, goddammit. Is damn that it. the name you're thinking of? Yes. Okay. The fucking Gazillionaire. I was like, they don't
1: give me his actual name, but no, the Gazillionaire he, is no. what they call him. Okay. He
0: is the Gazillionaire. And that's, see you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it makes more sense. The Gazillionaire runs yeah. this show inside your trip um, Seen- with the Green Ferry. So
1: that is now going to be added to my non existent bucket list. <laughs> yeah. Because I did. Every time we we're walking down the strip, I was like, oh, I want to see that. Let's see that. Mm hmm and we were looking for showtimes and we almost went but they, the the showtime was right before we already had tickets to another show yeah and there was just no way we'd see that get out and make it to the other show in time and yeah
0: nope yep it's definitely put it on your bucket list for people that like that stuff which you know. i love I, i've been with people who uh, about 7 minutes in were like we're leaving
1: <laughs> See, and Dan didn't yeah, say he left, didn't. but maybe Dan's not. I, he doesn't really strike me as an America's Got Talent kind of person either. Well,
0: it it doesn't variety have. Show. It, it doesn't have that.
1: I, I that just mean like feel. a variety show kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. I um
0: know. they do a lot of like like crazy juggling acts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And They'll like juggle like normal, like ha, ha. then all of a sudden they'll be juggling like over your fucking head, like eighty feet away from each other, like ha, ha, ha. and then they throw it in front of. Like, it's just crazy how they put people into the show, you know. So yeah, absinthe caesar's palace on the strip don't miss it and you can get them at the bargain hut for fucking like half off 30 minutes before showtime oh almost every fucking time so if you just hang out one of those things until they go on sale plenty of time to walk down there there's your las vegas cheat code
1: i uh i also want to drink absinthe i've never actual absinthe yes with
0: wormwood yes the good stuff
1: yes yes i want to yeah i want to try it look i grew up Loving Weird Al. Oh, um, so when I was little, my parents, you know, uh, my, would never pay attention to us. My parents weren't <laughs> there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,
0: my parents weren't there. <laughs>
1: Daddy didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they would have friends over and they would have game nights and stuff. And the kids were like, go to bed. Obviously, I wouldn't go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, nobody goes to bed. Turn around, I come back, and I sit in the hall. And that's where I would listen to Dr. Demento. Because they would always just have that radio show on, and I don't know if you know it, but if you could find any clips from it, it was, it was just a radio show, and this guy was like kooky, fucking idiotic. But I loved it, and he'd play shit like Weird Al and that kind of genre of stuff. What was it? Where? What, what? What? It was. It was a radio show called Doctor Demento. Around here? Uh, I grew up in Jerome, so yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's. That's I mean a, that's some weird farmer it, radio. I don't think it was Jerome.
1: <laughs> I think it was like out of L.A. or something, and they just it was on. Oh yeah, so weekend yeah, nights, you know, they played that LA shit. L.A.
0: has like stations that broadcast like a billion watts, and literally you can get that here. Because I used to watch or listen to um, L.A. radio. They do like radio stories and shit from the '60s. My grandpa would listen to them and go to sleep, and I would end up getting stuck listening yeah. to it. And yeah, they were cool as hell. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's like that LA Broadcast Radio or something.
1: And and that's, like, where Weird Al got his first, like, that is Dr. Demento there, that guy. It's old fucking bearded dude with glasses and a top hat.
0: I mean, he doesn't really look demented. His
1: name was Barrett Eugene Hansen. He looks rich. He's an American radio broadcaster and record collector specializing in novelty songs, comedy, and Stranger Unusual Recordings. Fuck yeah! I so, want to listen to that right now. Yeah, Weird Al, uh, Ray Stevens, like the haircut song and shit. You, oh, dude, you gotta check out Ray Stevens. Yeah, you can find it. him on Spotify and whatever. Like, heard, heard. Um, he's so like Weird Al would take a song, like a Madonna song, and change it with his words. Ray yeah. Stevens made up his own music, but it was like the haircut song, the Mississippi squirrel revival. Hell yeah! Like. Crazy shit. Uh, like like
0: that other dude that does a lot of that, like the orange barrels. Orange yeah. barrels. Everywhere and I, I see.
1: I actually found another group that looking at like if you look at their their albums and stuff, they look like an eighties hairband. Like they look like poison and shit. They're called Steel Panther. Yeah, I know Steel Panther. <laughs> yes, I fucking love Steel they Panther. They just came out
0: with the new album. Yes, <laughs> like Sorry, fucking I am Glory current, Hole
1: and all this. Shit. I I'm hard rock. <laughs> you were the only person I brought this up to that knows Steel Panther. I yeah, fucking love I,
0: them. I their music's not that great, but their uh, appeal to the '80s yes. hair metal band. Yes, yeah. Uh, the fact that it's music some of from, their songs. They're are all recent fucking too. Epic. Like all their shits like been the last eight yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But it's all straight from the '80s. Yes. Like literally leather pants. Fucking uh-huh. hairspray for fucking cans for days. Aquanet fucking sponsorship and shit.
1: And I mean, not all their songs, okay? But I love a lot, like
0: "Poon Tang Boomerang." No, there's there's definitely some some they good have some ones.
1: Great songs,
0: but they're novelty.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's the shit that you would hear on Doctor Demento. And and so like my parents would listen that because my mom and her dad were always big on Ray Stevens. I literally have probably six vinyl records of Ray Stevens in there. I grew up with Ray Stevens. I love Ray Stevens, Weird Al. I got to check this out now. That novelty kind of shit. I like that. And so Dr. Demento, I'd sneak out and I'd sit in the hallway and I would just listen to that while they're playing their card games and shit. So I grew up, you know, sneaking out of the room and listening to Dr. Demento. I love it. So Weird Al has been like one of my top favorites since... I was like five, I, you know. Me too, dude. I fucking love Weird Al. I and remember
0: when the, al- the album came out. Um, the, the, Running With Scissors or? No, after that, it was uh, Gangster's <sighs> Paradise. Yes. So that, that's my, that was when I was at that age where I finally realized it. That had just dropped. Okay. That's when I started getting into all the old albums.
1: Yeah, which were, I think Running With Scissors was right before Gangster's yep.
0: of Paradise. Uh,
1: yeah, Amish in Paradise was his, but yeah.
0: Yeah, Amish, Amish Paradise. Yeah. Yeah, so... It did after that, it did I just love Weird Al? So,
1: did you ever as a kid, and I think it was before you, but the Weird Al TV show
0: definitely before me? But I have seen okay,
1: the Saturday morning, yeah, yeah, like it's just I loved it. And going from that, also, is what got me into uh, Ernest Jim Varney, <laughs> like, and now I've got Riley, Riley loves Ernest.
0: Oh my god. Like an Ernest Goes to Camp every Legendary ha-
1: Every Halloween is Ernest Scared Stupid
0: Oh my god And Ryan and
1: I quote the shit out of that Get the meak. Because <laughs> he couldn't think of the word milk you know? <laughs> But you know And hey come here booger lips And like just It's just Dude, It's Ernest like
0: Ernest was classic Yeah Man that was a classic stupid comedy When we were kids It
1: man. was great And that, that
0: show and They that, come out the new TV one you're show?
1: like what there's another one yeah. Let's go <laughs> god, What is it there's, I know, I know there's Take the, me to the cinema. Slam Dunk on. Ernest Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, and then there's Ernest Scares Stupid. Uh, is that the prison one? Earn- no, Ernest Goes to Jail. Yeah, Ernest Goes to Jail. Ernest, Ernest Goes to camp. Ernest, camp. Ernest Saves Christmas. Yep. Um, I, There's one with Africa. Is it just Ernest Goes to Africa? Uh,
0: Ernest safari.
1: But Jim Varney was awesome.
0: Well, he just had a way of like making that stupid comedy, but doing it in such a way. That was stupid enough to work.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. You know
0: what I mean? I don't know a better way to put it because half the people that are listening are going to go check this out and be like, well, that's the stupidest thing I ever saw. Yeah. But then the other half, But if you if it you becomes it, cult legend. Yes. Like we talked yeah. about, it's those cult legends.
1: And he had that fat guy and the old guy who were always in all Every of his shows. Every single one of them, yep. And, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, what was this tagline like? Know what I mean, Vern? Like, it was, it was just... You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just there. And So, do you watch wrestling at all? Uh, or I, have you?
0: I came up uh, with wrestling about earlier, late 2000s, or late... Nineties is when I okay. kind of stopped. So if you go back to like Heartbreak Kid, okay. So you um, haven't watched. That. I was WW Sense? WCW WW, WCW all the way, and then so I was WCW, and uh, back when it was
1: WWE. And w, not w, no, sorry, WWF
0: WWF, and then that was the battle. Then those two kind of Nitro
1: and Raw, yeah. Yep.
0: And then once it merged and became WWE, I kind of was like, I'm out. Like yeah. this is ridiculous
1: because like, the wrong one won. Yeah, exactly. Ted Turner and WCW is way better. Then McMahon I and WWE
0: completely agree. Um The problem is, is that they stuck too much to the 80s. I think, uh-huh. and they, well, didn't, they didn't evolve. And WWE McMahon yeah. also
1: had the money that Ted Turner.
0: Yeah, like Mankind came out and some of those fucking just crazy cool wrestlers, my and, problem, Claw and all that yeah, stuff, yeah. and it just freaked people out. And like it was such a different.
1: My take. problem back then was that's what the youth wanted. Too many, and they're doing it again. Celebrities, fucking Kelsey Grammer, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, like Donald fucking Trump. Yeah, you know you don't need that. You don't need those celebrities. And now, I mean, Bad Bunny does pretty good, and Bad Bunny likes wrestling. So I I get, I don't get it. Like, stop with the celebrities, but I'll forgive you for Bad Bunny. He's a (laughs) Hispanic. I'm definitely uh, not current. Uh, yeah. If
0: my sister were here; she'd be mad because she is very current. Is very she? I love your sister. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she she's very current when it comes to. Do wrestling. you know John Cena? Oh yeah, of course. Look at John Cena. Look at Jim, I hate him with hair. By look the at Jim way, Jim Varney. Um, he needs to be bald.
1: John Cena is just a buff fucking Ernest. They look identical.
0: Oh, oh, it's shit. I I saw somebody. I just had an epiphany right now.
1: I saw somebody post that, and I'm looking, at I was like, holy fucking shit. Holy fucking shit. Shit. It,
0: it's, it's a muscle-bound, yes. athletic, fit, big version of Vernus. Yes. And uh, especially if you put fucking hair on that, dude. Mm-hmm. Put him in that little fucking tan uh, fishing hat thing. Yeah. I can totally see that right now.
1: Like, it's it's just, like, it's crazy. He I mean, needs
0: to do the re- Oh, my God. Like, their faces. Bro. He, there, there. There needs to be a new Ernest, and it needs to be John Cena. Right, Ernest he,
1: gets jacked.
0: He's he's that type of, of of dude and actor that would totally fucking buy into something yeah. like that.
1: What's the best stadium slash football game you've gone to?
0: Um, by far the, that Raiders Chargers game. Was it? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, well, I'll it's no. also a brand new
0: stadium. Yeah, but let me let me be clear. I am a Buffalo Bills fan. I have been since fucking eighty eight. True and Blue. Which like, is suffered. awesome
1: because they've not been good no, until for, recently for, for many, yeah. many
0: moons. So, like, even and through the Super there. Bowls, bro, like, I, I cried going into the fourth grade after they right. lost it. Like, I literally went back to school crying because I told everybody they're
1: going to win it. They're going to win it this year. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan uh, yeah. and they haven't fucking been good since 94. And I get it. I
0: do you hear You went back to school fucking high fiving everybody in 94. Yeah. I did not.
1: <laughs> but I've gone through the entire, like, I've been. I was born in 78, so I've been through the good years. I've been through the bad. I'm still going to be a Cowboys fan. Yeah, and I'm not a Jerry thing. Jones
0: fan. I am. I'm a Cowboys fan. You shouldn't be. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a true and blue, man. Yeah, which I'm, is awesome. I'm long you and deep. I've suffered forever. And now they're they're good. People are like, oh, long have you been on the bad wagon. I'm like, since 88, they're like, sorry.
1: I do feel <laughs> Buffalo has had some great fucking games. Yep. Some of my favorite games are snow games. Buffalo and, and Steelers have those awesome fucking games. Wonderful snow games,
0: Lake of snow, baby,
1: and and I think it's great. And Buffalo's always had, always. It's not like I'm not like you. Like it's my team, but they've always had players that I've loved. Yeah, I love to watch their players. They
0: have homegrown players. Like they never have those stars that haven't created their stardom. Like it's never these ones that are expected to do it coming into the league. Buffalo. Um, even Pittsburgh and a fuck Pittsburgh. Let me yeah, fuck just Pittsburgh, to go I on agree. a rec- record, but I respect a lot of the players that have come yeah. through there.
1: Um, Except for Antonio Brown, I used to, but fuck that crazy. <laughs> <ass> fuck.
0: <laughs> Don't get me started. That's for that's for the other podcast, bro. Yes, yeah, we, we will we will talk about that on a future venture. But uh, yeah, I, I I respect the hell out of those the players in those um those cities and stuff that come in because thing is the Bills were never bad. No, and nobody ever there, there's before the last three years, nobody had anything bad to say about the Bills. Yeah, they were just like, oh yeah, they kind of, you know, because and they, they, they average five hundred
1: fucking quarterback.
0: Yeah, the Bills were never fucking two and fifteen. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, <clears throat> old school two and fourteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they were never that bad. Where they got good draft picks and like all these names, they, they were just really like wanted. right in the they middle. Were yeah. Always. Drafting. They were never the Browns
1: or the Dolphins. Yeah.
0: The Bills always had 13 through 18 draft pick, And you're just like, you know, they were always consistently decent. And uh, up till recently, so the last person that said, like, oh, you're, how long you been on the bandwagon of the Bills? I'm like, see, doesn't
1: that suck? They do good and then you get those bandwagons. Well, everybody's like,
0: the player that got me to be a Bills fan was Thurman Thomas. I was just going to bring him up. What? That's like, I was like, like, the Therminator, bro. Yeah. Like, that was my dude, Jim Fucking Kelly. That's what I'm saying, yes. Dude. Like baby? they've had those players. Should I should I go through Ryzen? I mean, fucking I could Thurman I, well, I was gonna bring him up. On, I was like,
1: how about Thurman? Like Bennett? Come <laughs> you know on. what I mean?
0: Like yeah. we can go through the, the literal Hall of Famers on those teams because no teams have ever won four straight super or four straight AFC championships yeah. before and never will. That's insane. But they discount the fact that unfortunately Buffalo won all those playoff games in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, what was the temperature? Fucking eight degrees and shitty, and they fucked everybody up. Well, guess us where the Super Bowls were. San Diego, Miami, mm-hmm. Houston. They go down there, and they lost all that advantage. Now, I'm not saying it was good or bad or whatever, but when you're coming from that environment, it's hard as fuck to play in 80 degrees in yeah, sunshine. Yeah, and when you're
1: coming from Texas... Miami yeah anywhere in California you're used to that Oh, Dallas? that is an advantage now yeah.
0: the washington that was wide right like or no no I'm sorry um New York was wide right yeah whatever um washington they just got fucked up by <laughs> well, hey, yeah let's be honest you rich fuck them up but
1: I hate the Eagles but I respect a lot of their players um, over the years i mean right now they're fucking quarterback dude
0: i i i prefer i actually hate the fucking eagles i do too up until recently um cam and emily if you ever listen hi um <laughs> but i respect the fuck out of the eagles lately because yeah. they have turned coal into diamonds yeah like that the fucking um uh Jalen pick Dude, fucking That's Hurts not, that is was a not, fucking man. That was not a fucking pretty pick when they made it. No. There was a lot of fucking, literally, the token boo yeah. rained down on the Jalen Hurts pick yep. when they picked him. Like, that wasn't sexy. Nothing they've done is sexy, but God damn it. That was and a hell of a fucking football team last the year. Who the
1: fuck is their running back last year? Why can't oh, I have a brain a few. fart? Boston,
0: they had Boston Scott was the dude no. late that came up in the playoffs. Um, uh, uh Samuel is- Sanders. Manuel, uh, is that the one that's just been not, rocking it? Not Emmanuel Sanders. Miles Sanders.
1: Miles Sanders. Yes, yeah, Emmanuel
0: Sanders is uh, Denver. Dude is,
1: I mean, obviously his injuries. I, th- I can't remember. Is he older? Or is he younger?
0: Uh, mid. Uh, he's like twenty eight.
1: I mean, but has he been? Is he past four years in the in the league?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's not I, a rookie. Okay, I, I, I want to say he's definitely his injuries. Yeah, he's he's on a, a, a dude is awesome. Contract. But he's solid. Like but the thing is he's he's like to me, he,
1: James Conner's the same way. Like <sighs> he's he's there, but he's I think he's a great running back. He great just running needs,
0: back he's just not a pound at running back. No. And too often those guys are getting expected to do that yes. on first and second down. Which is
1: why you need the cream hunt Nick Chubb, the the Elliott uh Pollard and
0: yeah, you, you got to have that complimentary backfield, yes. you know what I mean? Because
1: Elliot was the pound at one, two, three, boom, he's yeah. pushing you. Pollard was the, I'm going to fucking bust out for 25 yards. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's and why I, I like what, what Buffalo did. I like what Buffalo went out and got, um, <laughs> we, were, we already forgot that. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Damian Harris. Yeah, yeah. I was when saying, I got I him. what talking about. He, he's the pound it dude. Yes. He, he's a bigger dude. He's going to fucking rough him up on first and second down. And then you come out, and you got Cook. Um, not James, or James Cook. not uh, Yeah.
1: Not Dalvin guy. Cook.
0: Dalvin, yeah. So, From Minnesota Vikings. And now all of a sudden, you have a backfield that can catch. And then Naeem Hines, all of a sudden, oh, that's like the preeminent yeah. Catch it out of the backfield. He was the one I was thinking of, Hines. Name Hines? Yes. What that? What a great fucking That was the one, not the Harris. Girls.
1: He was the one I was thinking of, Hines. Yeah,
0: yeah. that fucker Hines was awesome. Hines came at the trade deadline. That was a fucking great move. Because yes. that dude returned literally the first play the Bills made after the Demar Hamlin situation. Like was it the kickoff and he returned it for a touchdown? And oh, just to say, oh y'all, y'all naysayers saying what the fuck? He did it again the next time mm-hmm. he touched the ball. Fuck you, took two to the house. Name Heinz. You know my my favorite uh, pickup. This, this is why we need a by Buffalo. Podcast. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> my favorite pickup by Buffalo is uh, Cole Beasley,
0: the Great White. Hype.
1: I fucking love Cole Beasley. He's a fucking midget little bitch, but he played awesome in Dallas. He played awesome in but Buffalo. But
0: he's a dick of a receiver that everybody hates to cover because no matter what, he just punches you and then drops. And picks up four yards. Yeah, when you need three, and he's just this little guy, and he just yeah, For some reason, he's a pit bull in the he's fucking just right there the short like, field. Yes, dude. I love him. Yeah, anything within five yards, dude. Cole Beasley will get you that fucking first. Down. Yep, I'm going too much onto this that oh we God. need to. I I save this for. I, I, so if y'all didn't know, um, there's a new podcast brewing right now. Yes, and you can hear it. That was your teaser. There you go.
1: Yes because there's going to be so much and it's not going to be straight football. This is going to be all sports. Oh
0: no, it'll it'll definitely be across the board because we do it all but we might um, even
1: talk about, you know, um uh yes, obscure sports weekly. Uh, and yeah. ESPN the Ocho, you know. If you've never
0: seen the Ocho, <laughs> you fucking haven't lived. So let's be honest, there's going to be plenty. I don't know if you know, but we didn't we didn't even talk about the new uh, man cave here. We have five screens. Available six. I'm sorry, I can't. Well, count. Oh. That's four.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're right on five because there's one. There's another one, right? Somewhere right here. It's not plugged in yet. Okay, oh, okay. I have two more in the garage. I could bring out if we need it. We literally have a wall of TVs, yes,
0: movies, figurines, uh, fucking sick ass mushroom tapestry. By the way,
1: Do you not love that. I'm about to hang I, up some black lights. I mean,
0: that's I've stared at this whole episode and I I'm have just two black lights that I'm about to bring out. I just want to crush some caps right now. Um, so yes, black lights yeah. would be. Agreed. Uh, he's got an old ass fucking uh, symphony hall. Fucking, Do you recognize it at all? Dang, uh, I don't recognize it. I've seen them. Not this one. Should I recognize
1: it? Oh, I'm them? pretty sure you've seen this one. This exact one. Yep. Daniels? Yeah, he, he gave it to me for the
0: manhole. It's a It's a bar. That's the one that I opens it into
1: the bar. Yep, I don't have it oh, stocked shit, as a bar son. right now, but yeah, this is a bar. I'm
0: telling you guys, this man gave us, It's got carpet. We've got multiple chairs of different persuasions for whatever your occasion. Do you not love
1: that yellow uh, one though, by the way. Like, yeah, dude, I found that.
0: No, I, I, I'm, I'm completely geeked about the entire yeah. setup because that's actually really, they're all really comfortable chairs. Yeah, yeah, they're I like nice. That this one rocks a little bit because I've been mm-hmm. driving all day, so I got to kind of flex. If you
1: turn a little more and you, you, that is a recliner that will recline you just got to yeah. lean into it but
0: yeah and by the way if, uh, if my wife
1: ever is like i'm in the doghouse this is where i'm sleeping dude i <laughs>
0: like it and if anybody remembers back to the october podcast remember we all sat me dan and uh donnie sat in this uh, office
1: that's right <laughs> the hit, manhole
0: and that was the first day that it was actually like 30 fucking degrees and we froze our fucking asses off hence the two blankets you, over the chair do you remember i i'm pretty sure that was like um the end of October, right? Didn't we have three
1: heaters on? I think at one point it blew a breaker.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. We we were dying in here. Like we did yeah. everything we could and then we all just went numb and it was cool. But uh, the funny thing is, here in Idaho, remember that whole streak of days that it wasn't 60 degrees, like 100, yes. 159 days? Yes. And that it wasn't above 60 degrees here.
1: Yeah, I loved it. Um, That's my weather.
0: That started that day. Yeah. Yeah yeah that was the first day where was like holy fuck yeah, it snowed today we're like what the hell It was right. 70 degrees and then just the other day was the first day above 60 degrees
1: yeah can you can you believe we went through nine winters yeah well yeah. then i'm looking at the weather and so it's like this weekend it like was 80, 80 degrees it was
0: 84 degrees like three days ago or uh like i guess now it was like well yes yeah, saturday 10 Sunday, ago, yeah last week and then three days later, I drove through a blizzard to fucking work. Yeah. I mean that a blizzard, like slick roads, like shit. I went from shorts and sunburn to fucking blizzard in three days. What just like, happened? Since I was
1: little, I've always heard that saying, you know, you don't like the weather in Idaho, wait
0: 10 minutes. Yeah, bipolar is motherfucker. Yeah, this time of year. And when people think bipolar, it's like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, no. I mean blizzard to sunburn. In, in a matter same, of the yeah. <laughs> yeah. like same, like, eight day. minute period. <laughs> yeah. I mean, minutes. I mean, it's crazy. Minutes. Yeah. I drove through, uh, coming from Mountain Home, obviously, up there on the ridge. I came through a dump of a fucking, um, it was a grapple, really, those little snowball pellets. Mm-hmm. It's like hail, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like hail snow. Yeah, it's
1: not hard like it's hail, but it's a grapple. Yeah. Yeah. Is that really what it's called?
0: It is. I'm a weather. Interesting. Um, so it's called grapple uh that shit sucks because it's thick snow so if it builds up on the road it's hella slick hella quick and i was coming back from mountain home and you just looked in front of you and you're like it's hot and it's sunny you're like well that that cloud is touching the ground uh is that not cool though yeah, yeah it was cool as fuck i got I drove a picture into it and it, it went instantly everything white including the ground
1: that day i have a <laughs> picture. 80 notes. miles
0: an hour on the freeway in
1: the middle of nowhere i was like it was oh probably God. the cloud you're driving through i got a picture of a cloud it looks like it just like someone took the hand and smeared it down yeah yeah i got exactly. a picture of
0: that cloud so it was not a cloud it was grapple falling from the sky
1: yeah well, that's what I told my kids. I was like, pace. <laughs> well, I said, that's what rain looks like from a distance. But yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: uh, Rain's a little gray and wispy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grapples the white that touches the ground. Okay. Uh, because it's just evil. See, I. I love it if I'm snowboarding because it's actually fun. It's almost like bearings to ride over. Kind of greases up your fucking mushed up tracks that you've done. But.
1: I get um, shit talked to my really wife because it. I'm a weather nerd too. Like, I yeah. check the weather all the time. I'm. Oh. Like, I'm like, you know, what the weather's going to be like, and you know, I, I, I love, love talking
0: pressures and like the fucking El Nino.
1: Another bucket list would yeah. be to spend a week as a storm chaser. Oh my God. Would that not be
0: awesome? If I could see a fucking tornado in person or yes. or stand through a hurricane, those the, are like
1: bucket the, list. The, items the fact me. that I know you can outrun a tornado in a vehicle just makes it even uh,
0: more appealing to me. You can run some.
1: Oh, okay. Some. Yes. Some.
0: Mandy travel faster than
1: cars. <laughs> I'm sorry, I rephrase that. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yes. That well, all depends. <laughs> I would love to do that. Like
0: I'm the dumb shit that stands out. I don't. Yes. stand in my yard, I stand on the side of my yard and watch lightning and stuff come through. Like I literally, I'll wake up and and see the lightning flashes in my window mm-hmm. and run outside. Oh yeah, and just vape and watch it with my weather app out and like seeing what's happening and like how it works. I literally love it. I, yeah.
1: yeah, I'm the same. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, and I, my
0: wife actually met, um, Vin Crosby. Really, he, he came into her branch, which is, uh coincidentally under the Capitol Building, oh. downtown Boise. Yeah, uh-huh. It's like a fucking basement government ICCU. That's a cool little area down there. I used to
1: be security at the Capitol.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, it's. <laughs> She, she's in the LBJ behind the Capitol. Oh, okay. In the tunnels underneath the street. Which is even better. Uh, yeah, because I have access to the tunnels now because my wife's there. So we go through there and walk, and it's kind of crazy because right? it's literally a tunnel colony connecting all the state buildings in Idaho. Which under, is so fucking cool. Under the streets. It's Which crazy.
1: Just gave me a flashback to Vegas. Dan and I, he had heard about catacombs under Caesar's Palace, and we tried to find them.
0: Oh, I guarantee they exist. And we tried to find them, and
1: security of, told us they didn't exist. Have you ever
0: heard of the, um, oh, God, what's it called at uh, MGM Grand? The luxury hotel. Have you ever heard of that? The what? So the MGM Grand okay. is massive. I mean, it's thousand yeah. oh, yeah. rooms, right? We've all seen it. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that there's a luxury wing for billionaires, like for the most elite? No. Right off of the main of everything. So... um. Because, like I said, my owner has some elite yeah. status.
1: Uh, <laughs> I like how you he, call him your owner. I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he found out or through his uh, concierge about this and got a tour of it. He wanted to show us. Damn. And there's just a random door on the side of the casino floor that just says exit. Right? Okay. And you enter it, and it's this long, I mean, forever fucking long corridor. You walk down. And it has some like shit and there's like an actual exit and then there's, you turn right and there's another corridor that's really fucking long. And I'm talking, I'm not talking like.
1: So it's not one I could accidentally like, oops, and if, walk through the door If you opened find. it
0: and looked, you would look down about a hundred yards at an exit sign. If you walked all the way down to the exit sign, there's another hallway. Okay. You look to the right. You walk down about another 75 yards. So I'm talking like this is a distance. Like yeah, you're yeah. not stumbling and you're not getting unnoticed. At the end of that is a dude sitting at a desk. So you get there and you have to have like special codes, privileges, whatever. The secret
1: handshake. And-
0: yeah. And he's <laughs> my boss is like, hey, so-and-so I had me, blah, blah, blah. I'm here for a tour. Blah, blah. I was like, hey, well, I can't do anything for you. They need to come do it themselves. Oh, shit. So it's not even like you can drop a name. They got to come do it with you. So I <laughs> came down. And she came down and grabbed us. She's like, okay, so we're going through here. Keep it very quiet. It's very, you know, elite. Um, serenity, like, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're totally good. <laughs> we're fucking drunk. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, this is insane. We'll be quiet. We're down this crazy corridor. like, And then they take us out into this fucking atrium, um, which, you, who, those who don't know, is a giant courtyard of
1: fresh luscious I would say plant shrubbery
0: fucking rainforest yeah good way to put it um and uh it's all temperature controlled and it's probably beautiful beautiful yeah it was like amazing just epic like the water was dancing like had little fountains that would make the water dance and shit it was insane and uh I guess the people that go there are like the elite of the elite. And they come in. They get picked up from the airport in Bentley limousines.
1: Damn. Yeah, I saw the fleet. There was five of Damn. them.
0: Damn. Yeah. They said each one of them was up to $300 million because they're We all saw like, one at Caesars
1: Palace. Yeah. Maybe not that one, but there was oh, a Bentley you, limo.
0: You saw one. Of, so those Bentley limos are, are from MGM. Okay. Um, that's Those are the ones. And that's what they- take everybody around and they're bulletproof, bomb proof. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, this is for like foreign dignitaries, billion billionaires, and they all stay in this. And, um, it's like a, it's like you're in Italy in this thing. Oh, that's cool. It's all temperature controlled. So Vegas can be 110 outside. And, but it looks like the sun's shining, but it's all glass. So it's all temperature controlled, humidity controlled, and it smells like fucking vanilla and awesomeness. Jesus. And, um, they all have private chefs. They put in orders whenever they want. Um, they get done like, like the highest. Down. Like we saw the menu. I'm talking like, you're talking Kobe, um, and not, I'm not talking Kobe beef. Like people are like, oh, I got Kobe. No, I'm talking about grade seven. Yeah, like I'm talking like more than the hundred dollar steak. You can get at Costco a fucking ounce. Yeah, just for the meat <laughs> piece. That's a bite. That's hundred dollars a yeah. bite. Um, that kind of shit, and it, I want that money. It was, I cool. don't know if I'd pay that price. It was gorgeous, like everything they're, they're privately shuttled everywhere. It's included in it, like saying the Bentley limos, like it's literally for the highest of the high end. And their entrance looks like a, a loading dock, and hmm. the entrance to the casino looks like a fucking just dirty exit. It's because so they want nobody to know where, yeah, it's at. like hidden. And I, I've got pictures of it. It's literally like the coolest thing you've ever seen that nobody knows about because you. You don't have enough money. It also, I, I forgot to mention, um, part of going down that hallway has uh, another dip off that um, has the, basically it's called like the whale casino. So it's all high limit. It's not connected to the main casino at all. It's completely, it's similar. Like if you walk into it, like we went through it and kind of checked it out. But you're, I mean, you're talking like $100 pull slots. Uh, jesus like, you know what i mean and like a uh, piss when it's a buck yeah a like you're talking about like twenty five thousand dollar tables and mm-hmm. shit like that like this was not high limit this was whale territory and it blew my fucking mind to see like like we didn't get to see the rooms and stuff uh but i hear a lot of them were like three thousand square feet jesus. which is like three of my houses just to hang out i mean yeah i mean the, the suite i was in was 2600 square feet which is Bigger than two, my house. Two of my house. <laughs> I say my house is only two thousand. Yeah, my so. house is fucking twelve hundred and fifty. I have way outgrown it. Need a new one. Oh yeah. So, some
1: but some from new. what I understand, the the interest rates are ridiculous right now.
0: Yeah, seven point something, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear? Did you fucking hear? Like I said, this is where we can go off forever on sports pod. Did you hear the fucking? Um, they just had a baseball game in Oakland. Okay. The New York Yankees visited the Athletics. And the announcers that were in the visiting radio booth were sitting there chilling. they're like, oh, we just had a sighting from the resident possum what that lives in the fucking radio booth (laughs) at, um, the Coliseum (laughs) in Oakland. Holy shit. And they were literally like, okay. So, um, as mentioned at the beginning of this season, as in five weeks ago, six weeks ago, um, By the Kansas City crew or whatever, one of those teams. Um, He's still here and hanging out with us. Just came out to say hi or some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Come to find out that another radio crew had mentioned it at the end of last season. Oh shit. This motherfucking possum has been living in a major league stadium. This is a lucky fucking box, right? For like eight months now. Jesus. And you wonder why the Oakland Athletics are moving to Las Vegas. Are they really? Oh, you haven't heard that? No. The, oh, breaking news. On the Dude, is Hoge, Jose Canseco just pissed? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, because that's where he got his shit. So <laughs> That's where he got all the, the good stuff. Yeah. The, the Oakland Athletics literally wow, just okay. purchased the property to build so, a new retractable roof stadium on the Strip in Vegas. Good for the, them.
1: Southside. Which is awesome. I mean, well, shit, fuck that. Good for Vegas.
0: Yeah, uh, all they need is an NBA Does, team. Is Oakland going to have anything anymore? No, they're done. Yeah, it's because they lost the Warriors to San Francisco. They yep. lost the Raiders to Vegas, and then and now the, Vegas the Athletics to Vegas. to
1: Vegas. Wow! So is it still going to be the Athletics, or will they change it? Will it be the Las Vegas Athletics?
0: I can't imagine them changing because the, it's been name the like athletics, athletics, yeah, forever. Yeah. It, it would be Vegas Athletics, okay, or maybe you Las Vegas. You athletics. know what
1: I like about it? Whoever fucking travels to Oakland to go see a game, I'll travel to Vegas to watch a Raiders game.
0: Have you ever seen, like, the Coliseum where it's at? Uh, it's in the fucking hood, dude. Coliseum. Yes, or because he, I
1: drove a truck. By, I used to work for CHF, and we drove CHF a truck to H- Vacaville. And to come back, we didn't drive the truck back. We drove into Oakland and flew out of Oakland. So I drove right by it. And, yeah, even in a fucking box truck, I'm like, let's hurry the fuck up to the Get airport. Get yeah. out of here, dude.
0: And and same where the, uh, the Warriors played. Uh, yeah. They just moved out of that. That's right off the freeway. Dude, that is a fucking shithole. Yeah. Like everything around is decrepit and like tags, like 30 foot tags on the side of the freeway on the buildings. And then you see um, the old, what was it? The Oracle, Oracle arena. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like it's literally, it's in the ghetto and like no disrespect to those areas. Like I get it. It is what it is. Can you argue with the team? No, no, no. I, I don't fault them at all for like, going. the Athletics have a fucking... But here's my thing.
1: And the money's in Vegas. Yeah,
0: and here's the thing that I heard on, on the radio show that was talking about this. Why the fuck does the owner for the Athletics, should they be allowed to move to a multi-billion dollar facility? That's true. You can't like- even eradicate a fucking possum from your <laughs> press box in eight months. Like, this, it was on CBS Sports I'll Radio. I'm giving all up the that I Jesus. can. And... I was just like, or no, I was on Fox Sports Radio. I cannot believe it. It If you cannot eradicate a pest from a major league baseball press box in eight fucking yeah. months, and it's been made national radio news, how can you but, uh, be allowed to move to a <laughs> fucking new facility, dude? I agree like, with you that. You need
1: to sell the team, bro. <laughs> but, but let me put it this way. <laughs> that yeah, possum is balls. now fucking legendary.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were talking on the radio. They're you like, "Can't get make, rid of make it." Up now. The rally possum. Yeah, like like fucking uh, the angels have the rally monkey. No, now you got the rally possum in fucking Oakland. The problem is, is Oakland sucked. It was very. Man, just like, it was very awkward to be there because I was always saying like I never really go to a Raiders game. I'm not a Raiders fan so, again. And when I went, they even told me they're like, "Oh, we'll buy you which, which Raiders jersey you want. We'll buy it for you before you go there because." We have comp credits, like we can get whatever yeah. we want. I'm like, I'm not wearing a fucking Raiders jersey to a goddamn fucking Raiders game. I would in Oakland. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the game. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what. In if Oakland, I, I'll sport whatever so, they tell me to. <laughs> so this, this, wait, wait. This is what I did. This is classic. So I actually went online uh, ahead of the game, Amazon.
1: In you, so you went to a game in Oakland? No, no.
0: Oh, no I'm okay. sorry. This is to the game I went to on my in birthday. Vegas. In okay, Vegas. that's okay. different. Okay, yeah, different. But I w- still wasn't gonna wear a jersey. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear a Bill's jersey because that's, that's that's sour grace. My dad always taught me, like, if your team's not playing, don't wear your jerseys. I know game. you
1: told me what, yeah, that was what say. What was it? was Chargers Raiders? Chargers Raiders. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. And uh, the Raiders beat the Chargers last second. It was a great game.
1: I uh, watched that game. You
0: were at that game? I was there. I watched that yeah, game. Yeah, 50 that yard, yard was line. was a great dude. game. 50 yard line, fucking 13 Because, because up, I had
1: Devonta Adams
0: on my team all oh, season. Oh, he ripped it up. He got those fucking, yeah. what do you get? Two touchdowns that game. Um. Anyway, so I was like, what, what do I wear? I told, I was like, what do I wear? Like, she's like, I don't know. Just do you. So I went online and I bought a fucking Bobby Boucher. Fuck yeah. Bourbon Bowl Did w- you? white jersey. That's awesome. Had the Bourbon Bowl patch. Hell yeah. Boucher. All stitched, dude. All the numbers so were stitched. So quality jersey. Quality. It was fucking $18, That's awesome. dude. Seriously? It was $18. And this thing was oh. beautiful. So I wore... Bobby Boucher jersey. Hell, yeah. And then they bought me a hat and all this shit, like, chains. And I'm like, well, I'm going to wear something because, you know, whatever. But I wasn't going to rep the jersey because jersey is fandom. The other shit's just fucking gear. I was walking uh, back from one of the most amazing concourses you've ever seen. Bars, restaurants, tile. Yeah, they put some money in that stadium. I mean, that stadium was fucking gorgeous. Like, it was an experience. It was beautiful. And I got to put it on the company credit card. So that $22 fucking IPA was even deliciouser. That's a word.
1: I I'm I'm all for <laughs> that. So, word. when I
0: was coming back down, I w- I was walking back across and I didn't hear it because there was obviously a lot going on. I mean, 50-yard line, you know, NFL game and everything. But the, one of the guys that I was with was like, "Dude, did you hear that guy fucking yell down?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, dude. He yelled down. He's like, "Hey, water boy." <laughs> Gatorade's better Water sucks Water sucks <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome And I didn't hear it dude And I It's like one of my Biggest disappointments Is I right? did not hear it Right you could totally Turn around My whole goal like, Was to do that I'm wearing uh, a fucking Bobby Boucher jersey On the 50 yard line At a Raiders game Like you know what I mean Like that's what I was Going for Was somebody to notice it Right Cause most people say well, Who's Boucher You know you gotta, what I mean Get the Bobby, whole That you know, whole Boucher. sound like, yeah. yeah, and, and uh, I wish I could have turned around oh, and been fuck. that guy, be like, "It's too old." You know what I mean, like. But I, he told me after the fact because like I said a lot. Yeah, going on, that's but too bad. I did. I wore a Bobby Boucher jersey, and I still have it, and um, I will wear it to every. That's fucking event sweet.
1: Ever. <laughs> so let's go back. I I remember asking. I don't know if you gave me what's the best game slash stadium
0: you've been to. So for me, it has to be. Um, what I mean, if you if you're not talking about any specific event, been to a few cool stadiums.
1: Let's 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 cut to just football.
0: Okay, so if you're talking that, um, I actually went to the, the Niners Bills game that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. The Niners, in San Francisco, in right? San Francisco. Okay. That was at Candlestick. Oh, okay. The Candlestick in the last year. That's awesome. So that was the farewell season. Um, so I know exactly why. They condemned that other fucker. Yeah, <laughs> like if you can imagine, the upper deck is massive and holds you know thirty thousand people. Well, the concourse is eight feet wide, so you can imagine waiting in line for a hot oh, yeah. and trying to walk by a line with eight fucking yeah. feet around this entire stadium. Yeah. Like it, but but at the same time, you're on the bay, like the wind, like the smell. It was legendary. Like, where it's at, it's in Old Town at San Francisco down by the Bay. Like, you drop down this hill, and it's, like, all these houses and shit, and you're like, what the fuck? And, like, you try to get to this parking lot. It was legendary. So I would have to say Candlestick Park, uh, final year of existence, is probably, like, my number one. But I've never been to anything too crazy.
1: As far as football, I've been to just two stadiums. AT&T Stadium. And then. Ballpark. New Orleans. Oh. And my father in law dude, I love this man. He's awesome. But Super he, dumb, he dude. called That's me legendary. up one year and he's like, Do you want to go to the New Orleans Cowboys game with me? I was like, Fuck that yeah, would be I do. Fucking awesome. So not only was it New Orleans Cowboys game, but he had us on the fifty yard line and we we're from where I'm at to the fence from the field. Oh shit. So I'm talking, Michael Irvin walked by, I'm like, I'm like a fangirl I'm like
0: Michael! Oh my god! Yes. Like I'm you're just talking, like screaming, dude. You're talking mid '90s, dude. That's
1: that's that's what I grew up with. Yes, gamers, like bro, Aikman, Emmitt Irvin was oh. like that was the fucking shit. Yeah, dude. And then I see him walking through, you know, there in New Orleans. I'm. It's just me. I'm in my full fucking. I had my Troy Aikman jersey on.
0: Stand out like a sore thumb.
1: Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> all this fucking golden black around me. My father-in-law is a New Orleans fan. He's a Seahawks, but also New Orleans. Like Seahawks is his team. Well, it's New Orleans is kind of like levels. his second, I guess, but you. that was probably one of my favorite games. But if you have, if you've never been, one of these years, I'll get my dad's tickets and we need to go. AT&T Stadium, Cowboys fan or not, is just a fucking spectacle. This is just yeah. awesome stadium.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. My uh, my sister and uh, ex brother in law, um, they went there and they said it was just,
1: yeah. It was the first game I've ever been into in that stadium sucked. I fucking hated life after that game because my dad let me pick. And I'm growing up. It was Dallas, San Francisco. That was the fucking. Yeah, that was the the, what's the word I'm looking for? Rivalry. Thank you. That was that. That was that's what it was. And so I'm like, yeah, my first game, let's go the Dallas, San Francisco game. And San Francisco dominated Dallas. And I was pissed. It It sucked. But then I've, I've seen them beat the Lions there. Um, I can't remember the last one I saw where they won, but it's been
0: awesome. Yeah, the only time I've seen the Bills was that San Francisco game. and um, Oh, so you've never actually gone to Buffalo and seen them? No. so That would be awesome. That's on my list because they, I don't know if you've seen, but they've got the new stadium yeah. approved. Um, and they've shown renditions, and it's fucking epic. So I kind of have a personal goal uh, probably next year to go to Orchard Park to the Ralph um oh yeah or whatever the fuck they call it nowadays it's the ralph for all you buffalo bills fans out there you know what's (laughs) um i I gotta go to the ralph before it's gone um I, i just i just gotta be part of that and obviously after that um obviously i have a mecca of going back to that stadium because the renditions i've seen it's supposed to be just fucking gorgeous so but yeah oh man i'm telling you like Already we got, like, fucking five plot lines. To yeah. Go yeah, there's so many. <laughs> we can literally, I'm like, a, I'm a, what's going on? My like, notes. <laughs> get your notes going, man. Like, we we can go off So forever. we'll pick
1: a name. We'll pick a time for the first, but I think the first we're going to talk about the GOAT. We're going to talk about who we feel is the greatest quarterback.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like
1: it. We can go from there, but it's going to start with that. And I'm going to research because.
0: I'm, I'm going to be honest. It, I have people in mind,
1: but. I also want I want to come with backup on that.
0: Yeah, mine may not be Tom Brady once I do a little more research. You yeah. know what I mean? But like I say, you know, we're gonna come up with some topics and we're gonna we're gonna dive in and and then like and I said really when, look at the NFL when each season. Whatever starts season, whatever for, we got.
1: For for sports, we'll go in on those sports also.
0: Absolutely, man. We we'll talk college football, we'll talk NFL, we'll talk baseball playoffs at that time. We've got cornhole, dude. Dude, we'll we'll jump <laughs> dude. If cornhole's on the topic list, it will oh, jump yeah, in. Slam ball or whatever that shit is. So we, will, we will dive into it. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm totally in, man. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, let's, let's uh, cut this. we am going to let you take us out.
0: All right. Well, as much as uh, I miss you know, this.
1: And for, we could keep going for I so know, much longer. We
0: could go, but we're going to cut it off. So, dad bods out, bitches. <laughs>